Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. TSFS brand new episode. Um, so much always to dish about. Uh, always. Schman got up this morning. He looked at me and he goes, hey, do you have any interest in watching a documentary about a cruise ship where everyone got coronavirus? And I said, fuck yes. I love a documentary. Hell yes. I am in. There's no documentary that I don't love. So we'll talk about that. Documentary that you must watch. Also, Matt James, his tweet from yesterday, cry for help or trolling everybody. I got thoughts. Cardi B and Candace Owens, you know, right wing Candace Owens, Cardi B, arguing over Megan Thee Stallion and, and Cardi B doing their sexy WAP dance at the Grammys. I'll tell you who won that, okay? I'll break it down for you, okay? I will, I will give you the winner in this debate. If it was too sexy, too raunchy, it shouldn't be on mainstream TV. First, let's thank a sponsor, Horizon Fibroids. Ladies, you know 80% of us, because I say it every single time I talk about Dr. Will, 80% of us will have a fibroid by the age of 50. Fibroids are a nightmare. They can start in your 20s. They can start in your 30s. They can impact your fertility. And lots of times, your OBGYN may be giving you advice. We all love our OBs, but they don't even know all the treatment options. And lots of times, they can do DNCs to get rid of your fibroids only to have them grow back. Horizon Fibroids and Dr. Will Neem is a top doc with three locations in Maryland, Rockville, Gaithersburg, and in Frederick, Maryland. You need to call him. They accept almost all insurance, but you can go to their website and you can call to double check. They take yours. Horizonfibroids.com. He is a master in uterine fibroid embolization, which is a non-surgical low downtime. They, they it's wild. He goes in through your wrist and can actually cut off the blood supply to your fibroids. So if you've been tortured by fibroids for years, heavy periods, long periods, and severe cramping, why not at least get a consultation and talk to your um, OB about it then? 
make your appointment today. Go to horizonfibroids.com. All right, hands down, enough. Candace Owens, uh, look, I, I enjoy following Candace Owens. I like following people that have different opinions than I do because I'm always curious what they're saying, what they're thinking. And to be honest with you, I feel like we just have to come together as a country and we have to have conversations about for everything on both sides. Otherwise, we're just self-imploding. So I follow her. I follow Cardi B, who I love. They got into a huge Twitter war yesterday. You can read all the back and forth. And then, you know, Candace saying like Cardi B is trash and calling her by her real name. And then Cardi writing back that Candace Owens' husband had sex with her brother. I mean, it was like, it got so low down, okay? But the argument all stemmed over Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's sexy wop dance at the Grammys. I was even in a clubhouse room. Don't get me started on clubhouse. Oh my God, what a fucking colossal waste of time. So I, I was in a clubhouse discussion the other day about the Grammys and, and some of the women were saying, it's just, you know, we sexualize women and young kids are watching. Uh, enough. Okay, this is like back in the day when I had Little Kim's Queen Bee album and she was rapping and, and we were all singing, you know, here I was and I don't even know, 15 talking about, you know, I used to be scared of the dick and now I throw my lips to the shit, you know, I mean, and everyone, like we were going to go out and give everyone that we saw a blowjob, okay, it impacted me now. It was, she was a great artist. That's what she was. Eight million people only, which is the lowest ratings the Grammys have ever had watched, okay? CBS had to count people logging onto a Nokia phone to try to find the video as a viewer. Nobody fucking watched. Your kids are not watching the Grammys. You know who's watching the Grammys? People our age, heading towards 40, who remember when the Grammys used to be fire. When Suge Knight used to show up and you thought some shit was going to go down. That's who is watching the Grammys. Not my niece doesn't care. They no one no, young people do not care. They're on Fortnite. And isn't worse crap happening on Fortnite? I can't stand this ongoing discussion because it happened a year ago when J-Lo and Shakira performed at, at the Super Bowl. And it was like, oh, 50-year-old J-Lo like grinding on a stripper pole. It's so much for kid. Can we can we stop? Can we stop this discussion about how this is going to turn society crazy. No, what turns society nuts is we're such a prudish society, and yet that behind closed doors, everyone's having a threesome and wants a dildo in their ass. I mean, that's what's like causing problems. Just be open about it, for God's sakes. Open about sexuality. And stop making Cardi B and Megan the Stallion and any of these other women role models for your kids. We're role models for our kids. Regular citizens should be role models for our kids. Not these guys. They're sex sells. They're selling music. You know, they're selling a party night where you all go out and everybody wants to hear, you know, body, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. You know, that's what we want to hear of all ages. It gets everybody, you know, grandma's in the mood. Okay. I am so, like, it's so prudish. I, it, Cardi B wins this one, okay? They did it. They did their dance. I'm so tired of everybody talking about women. It was like when Robin Thicke and Miley Cyrus came out. Oh, it, that wasn't even that bad. Now I look back on it and, like, who cares? He was gyrating into her ass. Is, does anyone care about that anymore? No. My God. Log on to OnlyFans and scroll for the afternoon. I mean, this is nothing. I cannot believe we're still having these arguments. Let women rock their bodies the way they want to rock their bodies. You don't like it? Turn it off. It's almost like now in society, I don't understand this. Don't we all have choices? Can't we all like, we have a million networks. Can't you just watch something else? 
There's my rant about that. Matt James, The Bachelor. I don't know if Matt, actually, at first I thought Matt James was trolling everybody. So yesterday he says, he puts up a tweet, Google therapist near me. He gets all this response. Matt James, thank God you're getting help. You're getting help. I'm I'm so happy you're getting, you're going to be okay. Uh, You know, are you all right? Are you all right? I actually kind of thought he was trolling everybody like, okay, enough telling me that I need therapy. Because people were going in on him basically saying, you're following your mom's pattern. You're following your dad's pattern. And I'm like, I think he's just trolling everyone. Did anyone else take it that way? I didn't think he was serious. And, And if he wants to get therapy, he should. We all need therapy. Uh, we all, no matter who we are, and mostly these people that are like losing their minds over Cardi B and Megan The Stallion, which nobody watched. I think my mom tuned into the Grammys. My mom is looking for a little ass play. Like, I mean, you know, your kids don't care about the Grammys anymore. Yeah, I don't think any person under the age of 30 or 25 watches award shows, do they? No. The rest of us are watching award shows because we remember when they were great. You know, we remember when like they used to allow like Chris Rock to like host and like really go wild. Now they don't. I mean, the best one was a year ago when Ricky Gervais hosted the Golden Globes. <laughs> that was the best and called everyone in the audience pedophiles. That was the best. I think Matt James is trolling people. I think Matt James has a good head on his shoulders. I think he's probably getting therapy if he wants it. And I think he's telling everyone, shut the fuck up. I know I either need therapy or I don't. And I'm going to I'm going to do it and get over this show where, you know, we hand out roses and then we go to the... Uh, why are people outraged by the um, honeymoon suite that they're all in at the end? Why don't people get as upset about the honeymoon suite where basically this guy or these girls audition these men and women, make out with these men and women in front of everybody else, and then eventually they go to the you know honeymoon suite or whatever and, and have sex with them like... <sighs> it, it's just like a random hookup. No one has a problem with that. That's like the highest rated show. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm wound up today. Let me thank a sponsor. Then I got to talk about this documentary. You've got to watch also one of my favorite shows of all time is likely coming back for a season three. Um, if you are not a member of my Patreon community, you need to be. Come be a champs, champagne level Patreon member. It's $5. How's that for fine champagne living? <laughs> Some Viv Clucot here. $5 a month. The Patreon.com slash The Sarah Fraser Show. I'm doing a whole series on my mindful eating journey right now. You are not going to want to miss this. It's so good because I teamed up with my longtime mindful eating therapist, Robin Mize, who so many of you have gone to see. I uh, Robin changed everything in my life. Robin helped me to find radical self-love. She helped me to leave a toxic radio gig that was... I mean, causing me to emotionally eat, binge eat, eat from the trash, eat from my shoes. Robin is the shit. She's on this. She's so legit. And what I loved about Robin, the day I walked into her office in Tacoma Park, Maryland, and I thought this was so good. And I think every therapist should do this. She said, look, if I'm not a fit for you, no hard feelings. She said, I will help you find somebody that is. So let's just have a conversation and see where you're at. And if you don't like me at the end of this, or I don't think I can help you, we're all good. And it's like, oh my God, I, okay, this is amazing. So patreon.com slash the Sarah Fraser show, $5 a month, or you can make the $60 pledge for the year. And it's a seven part series. I'm releasing a new episode every single first of the month until the episodes are all out, which will be June. Already, there's already 
three up, if not four, that you can find right there. So the other big um, celebrity news story was Gail King. A lot of people are now speculating Gail King has kind of revealed more to us about the royal family and who asked Harry that very offensive question about, you know, what color the, the Archie skin was going to be. She was on CBS this morning, which she is every morning, um, a couple days ago. And essentially she called Megan and Harry, because of course she's good friends with Oprah. They're all in the mix to check in with them, to ask Harry if Harry had spoken to his father, Prince Charles and Prince William. Here's the response. Well, I'm not trying to break news, but I did actually call them to see how they were feeling. And it's true. Harry has talked to his brother and he has talked to his father, too. Uh, the word I was given was that the, those conversations were not productive, but they are glad that they have at least started a conversation. And I think what is still upsetting to them is that the palace keeps saying they want to work it out privately, but yet they believe these, these false stories are coming out that are very disparaging against Meghan still. No one is in the royal family has talked to Meghan yet. Uh, at this Ooh. particular time. And Ooh. I think it's frustrating for them to see that it's a racial conversation about the royal family when all they wanted all along was for the royals to intervene and tell the press to stop with the unfair, un inaccurate, false stories that definitely have a racial slant. And until you can acknowledge that, I think it's going to be hard to move forward. But they both want to move forward with this. And they both want, you know, they want healing in this family. At the end of the day, that is Harry's family. And no word as to whether the palace is investigating what Megan said about the mental health, the reaching out for mental health, or the racist language that was used. But they are investigating it, the bullying, the bullying accusations. Is, and apparently the Sussexes have not been invited to, or not expected to be part of that investigation themselves. That's right. Yeah. That's what we're learning. Yeah. That's oh. another thing. You know, the bullying thing was raised, you know, in 2018. And yes, now there's Gail. an ongoing investigation about bullying for Meghan Markle. When yeah. anyone who's worked with her will tell you exactly who she is. You know, she's really a very sweet, caring person. And as I say, Meghan has documents to back up everything that she said on Oprah's interview. Mm. Everything. If anyone were interested in looking Ooh, at them, damn. maybe the palace would get somewhere. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Well, the former First Lady Michelle Obama was just asked about this, and here's something interesting that she said. Okay, well, anyway, look, before, so please. my thing is this, is I feel like we're getting closer to knowing who asked, right? I think it's either Charles or, or William, right? Th those are probably the two that asked about the skin color. Um, it, you know, which is why it's unproductive and why they're not going to admit it because if, even if they address it, right, then it, it makes them look guilty, which they're trying to say that they're not guilty of, of saying that. But you know, it was somebody that close. I, like I've always said, I think it's Prince George. I think that little seven-year-old is up to no good. You know, that little shit is meddling where he shouldn't be meddling. No, I'm, I'm just saying. Anyway, Gail and I, I, I'm obsessed with Gail and Oprah. I, I mean, honestly. Were you silent or silenced? The best meme there could ever be. Also, um, okay, the, the, when Schman woke up this, this morning and said to me, do you want to watch a documentary about coronavirus and how it started on a cruise ship? I said, hell yes. This is right up my alley. I love documentaries. I, I watch almost every single documentary, except I had to give up on Alan V. Farrow, which is the one where um, Woody Allen allegedly... Uh, molested his daughter, uh, all of which, you know, I'm sure is probably true. Woody Allen, like all these films, he like was grooming all these young women or it was like older guy, young girl, like all this stuff. Um, but I just, it was, it's very dark. And I think it's, if you can watch it, if, if you can watch it, I think it's, it's amazing. And 
rock and roll to you, but I just, it was so dark. I, I couldn't watch it. It's, it's very, and it was almost like um, leaving Neverland, the one with Michael Jackson. It was just so dark that at times I couldn't even, I had to like fast forward. It's so sick. So that's the only one that I've recently given up on. However, HBO is launching The Last Cruise. End of this month, you're going to want to see this film. It essentially, look, this, it, March 30th, the very last day, HBO, The Last Cruise. I cannot wait to watch this. It's about a cruise ship, 14-day cruise ship that was leaving like in February that was supposed to be a tour of Asia. Has all these different, you know, thousands of people all across the world on this ship, the Diamond Princess. And it essentially follows how they completely messed up everything. The CDC in Hong Kong where they were they were stopped. Um And I think they ended up with, I don't know how many, close to 700 people with coronavirus on the ship. 14 passengers die. And it's very eerie. It's almost reminiscent of the Titanic, where all the rich people sort of get, I call him the Nozempic, been on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I'm so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs, streaming tonight only on Disney Plus. Some they get well. I guess everybody was rich on the Titanic because it was like super expensive. So okay, bad analogy. (laughs) Sorry, I thought I was being clever and witty, but obviously not. So anyway. It's, but it is about the haves, have-nots on this last cruise ship, they're saying, because the wealthy were like really taken care of, or they had like, they had more like space and could be outside. And then some of the passengers that couldn't afford that luxury were like stuck in their room, or they kept going to like the same dining area, all infecting each other. The Reading the description of this, the last cruise ship is so dark, the last cruise and they, they, even like the Americans were on there, they're getting texts from their kids and their relatives saying, look, there's like a virus coming, you know, you need to quarantine. But the but the captain and the people on the ship are like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Come on out. Come on out. We can all, we can all hang together. No masks. Then 
the staff, right, a lot of people needed the money, wouldn't say that they had symptoms, would keep working and serving people. Of course, at this point, no one knows how deadly coronavirus really is, right? Then they come on, the, then I would say like Hong Kong CD, you know, equivalent of CDC comes on, tests some people, doesn't test others, doesn't have people, it, it's going to be very, I think, very dark, very strange and very ominous considering now we know you know, what you need to do. And the irony is, right, is like if you're outside, if they were outside by the pool, you know, the virus can doesn't really live outdoors, but we didn't know that back a year ago. So if they'd all hung out in the sun, they probably would have been better off than gathering together. Crazy. Welcome to Plathville, my favorite show. You all know I'm obsessed with Olivia Plath. I love her. I think she's the Princess Diana of Instagram. And every time people, I say that, people are like, fuck you. No one will ever be another Princess Diana. I'm like, I know. I know. It's just a funny analogy. So I love Olivia Plath and Ethan Plath. I think they're very brave to share their story. They both were, late, re, were raised uber religious, but now they're trying to kind of they got married really young. They're trying to make their relationship work, and they really share a lot on the show. The show, to me, Welcome to Plathville on TLC, is actually one of the few reality shows that I think is truly real. And it follows Kim and Barry Plath, who had 11 children, um, raised them without any technology, all homeschooled. These kids never even drank Coca-Cola. They never drank sugar. They never went to McDonald's. I mean, where can you find this? Like, this is amazing. No, never played video games. They didn't even know what a period was. I mean, like a menstrual cycle. Kim and Barry just skipped over that part. <laughs> they didn't even bother to tell him. Well, come to find out, of course, we know too that Kim and Barry didn't even have them get high school diplomas. So they stopped educating them at like a certain age and just wanted them to re- live this religious sect life. I love the show. I think it showed the three oldest kids, Mariah, Micah, Ethan have completely broken away from Barry. And the last thing that we're left with is Ethan essentially standing up to his family and saying, you're not going to treat Olivia like shit anymore and blame her for, for my independence. And that's kind of how we leave season two. So season three, a lot of people speculating, you know, will there be any healing between Ethan and Olivia and Kim and Barry? Also, Lydia, the 16-year-old daughter who had the prayer closet, she's got like a boyfriend. So will that you know, what will happen there? Micah Plath, he's like, his modeling career is popping off. And will we see Ethan and Olivia move out of Cairo, Egypt? Or, okay, of Cairo, Georgia. <laughs> it's a good thing this show isn't like, you know, make or break on fact. So I love it. I love it. It's one of my favorite shows. That and now Married at First Sight. I can't get enough. Married at First Sight is the best show on television. It's It's gotten so good. It's way, To me, Married at First Sight is way deeper than The Bachelor will ever be. Ever. The Bachelor, to me, seems like a bunch of hot people that want to be on TV, make out a little bit, go on fabulous dates, and then we all know it's never going to work. So welcome to Plathville Season 3. It looks like it may have been confirmed by Mariah's boyfriend who went on social media and someone asked, hey, are you going to be a part of season three? And he said, working on it. Now, we know season two dropped in November of 2020. So now we're hearing that season three, if it's coming back, will be November 2021. We'll probably hear an announcement in August. I cannot wait. There's also a meme going around of um, Britney Spears and Oprah sitting down together for an interview. How great. Okay. Oh my God. I'm burping. Like 
I'm pregnant, but I feel like I'm burping like Wendy Williams. I mean, uh, it's honestly, I, I, I take in air and then just burp it up everywhere. So sorry. I mean, this is a gassy podcast. This meme has zero merit. All right. Zero. But can you imagine if Oprah sat down with Britney? That'd be so good. Absolutely zero confirmation that it's happening, but Oprah is the queen. Um, before I get to the last story, because this was big, I, I work for Fox 5 and DC for any of my DC region fans. And on Tuesday nights, I'm on their show, Like It or Not, which is one of my favorite shows. It's hosted by Jim Lokay. He's hysterical. And, and my friend Marina Morocco. They're such a good pair together. And I love the show because it's magazine. It's very light and it's fun. It's funny. I have a great rapport with Jim. They're, they're just an awesome, it's an awesome show. 7 p.m. on Tuesday nights. It's actually Monday through Friday. I'm just on on Tuesday nights. So there was a topic on there I want to ask you guys about. But um, also, I'm offering brand new sales rights. So if you are listening to this podcast and you work for a company, you own your own business, you're a female-owned business, maybe you're a fellow podcaster, now's the time to advertise. The best way to get your message out there is one, affordably, and two, to take advantage of someone's network like mine, with over 100,000 social media uh, followers across Twitter and Instagram and YouTube and Facebook, you could be reaching a whole new audience that could be finding out about your company. We have res- we have uh, monthly rates that start anywhere from 350 and higher, or you can even do a one-off social media campaign at 150. Brand new rates that are now being offered through June 1st, 2021. If you want to find out more information and how your brand can benefit, the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com. I'm super excited. I did this um, sales campaign in the summer. It worked really well. I had some other fellow podcasters advertise. I had some great local businesses, some businesses that were nationwide, including Manitoba Harvest, who I love. They make everything from um, hemp products, and it was it was really, really awesome, and CBD oils. So no matter the industry, if you are looking to appeal to an audience, mostly female, from the ages of 30 to 45, I have got you. The Sarah Fraser Show at Gmail. Okay, the last story last night on Fox 5's Like It or Not, which I thought was interesting and originally came out of the real, the real, the talk show, is should you pay for half of your engagement ring as a woman? I put this on my Instagram story. 90% of you said absolutely fucking not. I couldn't believe that. Ladies, what, what are you, are you, what are you talking about? Are you kidding? I, I think 100%. Here's the thing. I paid for half of mine. Now, half of my ring was sponsored. Okay. So I came to the table and Schman loved it. You know, once you realize how expensive a damn wedding is and the wedding that you want to do, when I was like, Schman, I can get thousands of dollars in this ring sponsored. Schman was like, I'm here for it, girl. He was all about it. I, to me, I don't think this is a big deal. If you two are open and honest and having that conversation and you're going to merge money anyway. And my motto in a marriage is what's yours is mine and what's mine is mine. So I bought half of my wedding ring and I adore Schman and I think it's going pretty well. I mean, I think, I don't know, you got to ask him, but, <laughs> but you know, see, on my end, things are great. I don't have any complaints, but I don't know. I was, you know, I was on the show last night and all the women, the other two women, Marina and Erica, who were on, they were, they were both saying like, never, I would never do this. Like, no, the man needs to pay. 
here's my thing. You guys realize that De Beers, right, in the post-depression, did this whole campaign like diamonds are forever and all this stuff and made engagement about diamonds. Before that, you know, people never did that shit. I don't even know that they wore rings, really. To me, my marriage is so much more than a ring. I I just, and like some of you guys, and I know, I'm sure I would have too. Like you have grandmothers that have beautiful old diamond rings and stuff. Mine didn't, neither one of mine did, okay? So to me, I never, and I I think my mom said like my dad's wedding band was $100 back in the day, like at JCPenney's. And they, you know, they had such a good marriage. Like to me, my marriage is so much more than a ring. And it really is. But I I was blown away. 90% of women said that they absolutely would not pay for half of their wedding band. Then I got a message from a listener who said that she dated a guy. He said, hey, can I borrow $5,000 from you? It's it's to pay off debt so we can have a great wedding. He took that $5,000. He went out and bought her an engagement ring and then tried to propose and said, oh, yeah, um, actually, surprise. He actually thought it was like like he was doing something good for her. He goes, surprise, I took that money and I bought you an engagement ring. What? Okay, now that's deceit. Now that I can understand as women, we don't want that shit. But are you kidding me? That was bullshit. She And she said they're not together anymore. But like, to me, if I wanted a certain ring and she was like, look, this is all my budget is. And I was like, all right, you know what? I'll put in 5,000 for this. Is that really a bad thing? I don't know. I come, but I got like, look, I was willing to, I'm, I'm willing to sponsor, you know, my delivery. So, you know what I mean? Like when the baby comes out, if somebody wants to stick Ford on the, you know, a sticker on the baby's like newborn back, fine with me, you know, I mean, but, but maybe I'm in the industry for so long. It doesn't bother me. So you can always message me. I love getting your messages. Just hit me up or follow me on Instagram at the Sarah Fraser show. Guys, I love you. Um, I can't wait, you know, always some fun guests I'm working on. So I can't wait to, to get those going and announce some great guests. Um, some other reality show people and fabulous podcasters coming up in the next couple of weeks. Thank you for listening and following the show. Love you guys. Bye.